Prophet Bishop Wale Akiande of the Ahava International Ministries is a revivalist, an educator, and bridge builder called to awaken the church in this generation to kingdom wealth and divine health. Through miracles, breakthroughs, and deliverance, he invites the many to experience the supernatural presence and power of God. Through his teachings and prophetic accuracy, many lives have been transformed for the better. Join Bishop Wale as he shares the gospel of the kingdom and helps build and raise a new generation of leaders around the world through his apostolic mandate and mentorship. We'll be glad and rejoice in him. Oh, what a glorious day. I'm so glad that we're alive today to come your way and to share the living word of the Lord. Uh, before we go, let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We magnify you. You are awesome, glorious, wonder, wonderful. Lord, you're full of goodness. You're full of love. You're full of peace. Father, there is none like you, O God. Have our Father, as we come before your throne, even this morning, let your name be glorified. Let your name be magnified. Oh, Lord, you said, as I worship you this morning, Father, Lord, that you will move amongst us. You touch me, touch my family, touch everyone that will be joining us across the globe, sons, daughters, friends, partners, oh God, touch them, transform their life, bring them to the knowledge of your truth, oh God. Father, because we know thy word is truth. Father, Lord, let there be a fresh hunger. Let there be a fresh insight. Let there be a fresh revelation. Oh, transform people's hearts, oh God, as we connect with you this morning. Oh Lord, whatever the time is, time zone that people are in, are in Africa, in Asia, in, uh, in America. Father, we pray, oh God, that Lord, your presence will permeate through their environment, that you begin to bring them, oh God, draw them closer to you yourself with different deep impartation and work of the living God. Father, let there be miracles, signs, wonders. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let there be clarity of purpose. Father, thank you, O God, even as your word comes for this morning. In Jesus' name. I want to really appreciate you and to say I love you so much for giving us, joining us across the globe and being part of this kingdom family. I just want to encourage you to pick your phone and please share with your friends. Get on the, on the, your social media link with your community. Share this word with your community that is about to take place. That the word of the Lord is going forth even this very hour. I believe the Holy Spirit will come into your space and begin to touch you, begin to speak to you, begin to release, download from heaven unto you so that your life will never be the same. Oh, I love this transformative power of God. Anytime we come to him as a prophetic people, that he releases fresh manna from heaven and bring us into the fullness of what God is doing in this hour. I'm starting a whole series. We are taking a shift into this year and we are really moving into what God wants us to begin to step into in this season 
and I believe as you begin to step into it, more, some of you are going to begin to get an increased clarity of the purpose and the ways of God concerning this subject matter. The subject matter we want to begin to look at today, um, the Lord told me that is such is is a subject that the body of Christ have not really really come to a place of maturity in. You know there are some things in the kingdom of God that over the years, over the century, there's so much of it that has been shared. For instance, prayer. An average believers believer know how to pray, even if you cannot pray to a great extent, to a great length. But you know how to say, "Hey, Father, I want to come. To, I come to you today, and um, I praise you and honor you." And present your case, present your need unto God, and you have that met. So that's a form of prayer. But also, um, there's been, uh, so in a way, the body of Christ are familiar with prayer. Just same thing, they're familiar with worship. And to some extent, there's been a depth of maturity, growth that has taken place in that area of prayer, in the area of worship, in the area of even exercising our faith or trying to live right for God, to live a sanctified, a holy life, uh, and so on and so forth. We've seen to some degree healing take place. We have seen to a greater extent deliverance taking place. And we've seen a number of these things. And people have experienced so much diverse supernatural experiences of God in their life at various times. But there is an area that has been so contentious and whether we like it or not, it's part of the completed works of Jesus Christ. And this contentious area, hallelujah. Oh, I'm even excited sharing it, talking about to talk about it. This area of contention. Why I say contention? Many people don't believe in it. And uh, it's, uh, then there's a group of people that don't even know it is possible. There are, there are, there are people that believe, no, um, there is a system of God in place that all you need to do is to follow that system. Or, of, or, and there, the, to, there's another sad part. Um, some people, there's a group of people even in the church today that uses the word standard as their reference point throughout this season that I'll be sharing. I'll be sharing with you mysteries of the kingdom and I'll be sharing with you the download of the divine information that I pray that your spirit will, will, will be ignited with a fresh fire from within you to believe God that whatever is in the Bible is written for you, for you to learn for you to understand, for you to experience, so that you can begin to walk in the fullness of God. God doesn't want us to grow in one area and not grow in another area. For instance, salvation is for all men. God wants us to preach, uh, bring the word of truth to people so that they can be, they can receive salvation. So he wants us to preach the word of God to them so that they can receive healing deliverance. But he also wants us to share the word of them so that they can live a wealthy, successful, victorious, thriving lifestyle. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that there is so much more that God has enabled us as believers, as the church of Jesus Christ, to walk in in this season that we're in. My job, my calling, my assignment is to bring this message to you 
and break download this divine idea upon into your spirit so that we will get to a point that you'll be so saturated with the word of life the bible says the word the entrance of the word brings light and understanding unto the simple what does that mean it means when you receive the word the word of the lord will produce light in you light means understanding light means illumination light means clarity it will bring it into your spirit so that you can be exploded with a fresh idea so that you can be exploded with a new new way of thinking new way new mindset and begin to walk in this path that god has ordained you for you to walk in then guess what you begin to bear fruit your life will take a new meaning and you begin to walk in the fullness of the of the plan of god for your life so what are we talking today i hinted you there we'll be talking in this season about the wealth and the provision of the divine wealth and supernatural provision of god we'll be looking at all diverse facets of it and we'll be bringing it to you the word of in this season that is going to cut across every barrier whether cultural barrier religious barrier religious limitation and it's going to bring you into the fullness of the blessings of the lord for your life oh i want to enjoy the fullness of life and i believe that everyone that is under the sound of my voice today want to enjoy the fullness of the blessings of the lord what i want to share with you is the manifested today the first one manifested presence of god manifested presence of God for wealth and provision. You know, God is everywhere. God is omnipresent. He's right there with me today and is is with you wherever you are in the on the face of, of, of the globe. He's right there with you. So that is the omnipresence of God. God is everywhere and is doing great work at the same time. But there is something about that that i want you to realize even though god is everywhere in every place in every at every time but god is not necessarily manifesting himself in everywhere and every time in every place did you hear me god is omnipresent because that means he's present everywhere but at the same time, is not manifesting his presence. That means he's not doing what the presence is to accomplish in that place at that time for you to become aware of it. Be why? Because there is a disconnect. God wants to do great and mighty work. God wants to manifest himself everywhere, every time, to everyone. But it expects you to desire to experience such manifestation. It expects you to desire to work in this manifestation. It expects you to, to look forward to encounter with him. It wants you to receive it. It wants you to desire it. It wants you to receive it by faith. It wants you to begin to work in it. And that is why God can be in a place like with you now and you may not know what God is doing or what God wants to do even though he's there with you. I hope you got, I hope you understand what I'm saying. So, but what we want to look at is not the omnipresent of God, 
been everywhere. But we want to look at the manifested presence of God. What is he doing? When, he sh when God shows up, what happened? When God manifests himself, what happened? But we want to look at it in, this, in the context of wealth and provision. Hallelujah. Now, I want to first go into certain, before I do this definition, because I'm going to be teaching some things and I'm going to allow the Spirit of God to just release words. Even right now, um, God is already moving on our heart and God is already putting some puzzle together. God is already challenging some thoughts and some things that people may have, notions that people may have. Uh, God is already challenging that and is going to be bringing words and is going to be releasing His grace in this hour for you to step into that place that He wants you to step in. But I want to start this um, topic today by looking at the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ because in him we live in him we move in him we have our being he's the one that is living in us and and is doing things through us this life that we live Paul said he said it's not I that live but Christ lives in me so we want to see what did the Jesus Christ said in his word that translate that should translate to the way we should live our life now let's look at it in luke chapter 4 verse 18 then i'll come and do some definition for you here luke chapter 4 verse 18 he says this was jesus christ speaking it's at the beginning of his ministry when he went to the synagogue they gave him they gave him torah to read and he opened and he went to the book of Isaiah, as recorded by Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And he began to read this. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. I love that scripture. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. That means Jesus Christ is saying, hey, I'm, I've not come by my own mandate. Like today, I've not come to speak to you concerning this subject out of my own mindset and say this, my, this, and, uh, this is what I need to do. It's not my idea. It's prompted by the Spirit of God. It's an assignment from God, from God the Father. The, Jesus Christ was saying, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. Oh, I'm speaking by the, Jesus Christ said, I want to begin to say some things by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of the, I'm submitted to the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of God is one that's governing my life. And, and that is whom I'm submitted to and through whom I will be speaking to you. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. Why? And for what purpose? Because he has anointed me. The moment you submit to the Spirit of God, oh, hallelujah. Many times, I want to relate this to the subject that we're, uh, we're talking today. Many times I've, in my life, it's happened many, many times in the past, that I try to get things done. I try to, uh, you know, do some businesses and do some finances and so on. And, and, and it's not that I'm not naturally skilled in certain area, but I just realized that Every time I try to do it, I'm not. Uh, there are some shortcomings that I experience, some setbacks that I experience, that things doesn't seem to work the way I plan it. 
But the moment I started discovering the pattern of God, the moment I started allowing the Holy Spirit to take residence and to guide and direct me, things begin to fall into pleasant places. Hallelujah. He said the steps of the righteous, they are like shining, like shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. That things begin to fall into pleasant places for me. Oh, that, that was what I started experiencing. Things started changing. Things started so I started processing information. I started engaging in things differently by the leading of the Spirit of God. I want to say to you today, as a body of Christ, as a people of God, if you are to excel and succeed and be fruitful in this season that we're in, you've got to do it by the Spirit of God. I will never... God challenged me. He said, never, never make reference to anybody that is not a Christian. As an example, many people, when they talk, they make reference to the rich people of this world. They make reference to the, the, the most successful people in this world. As believers, we cannot use them as our standard. You don't know the God that they serve. You don't know what they've done. You don't know whether some have even shed the blood to get to where they are. You don't know what evil they've done. So you cannot use them as an example. So because I hear people say in the in the body of Christ, they say so and so and so. He didn't know God. He didn't do this. But today he's a billionaire. He's one of the richest. Is this, is that. You cannot use the word as an example. In fact, if you use the words as an example, you are disqualifying yourself from the mandate of the kingdom. Oh, hallelujah. Why don't you use them as an example when it comes to righteous way of living? Why don't you use them as an example when it comes to building your marriage? Why don't you use them as an example when it comes to even living well? Why don't you use them as an example? Why do you have to, why do you have the Bible uh, and, and people in the Bible? Those who have walked with God, those who have the faith of God, those who have uh, drawn great exploit across the uh, all of uh, the, in the world across um, centuries and and, thou and thousands of years that uh, that you you have reference you 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 have them as example to follow. Why will I use example of somebody in the world who I don't know who he submits to? Um, I have a living God. I am a child of God, and I submit to the kingdom of God, the kingdom precept. So everything I'm going to be talking to you is about the kingdom, about the Father, about our Lord Jesus Christ, about the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in this hour, and about the prophetic assignment that God has given to me for the body of Christ. So when I'm talking, I'm not referring to anybody in the world, in the world system, a non-believer, no, I'm referring to the Bible and the people that are in the Bible. They are enough as an example. So let's go. So here we see the Spirit of the Lord. Jesus Christ said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So we see two things there. We said the Holy Spirit, number one, that the Holy Spirit must be resident in you and must take preeminence in your life and must have an influence over your life. He call it the Spirit of the Lord. So you make Jesus are your Lord and Savior. You, so the Spirit of Christ is on you, and that Spirit is the Spirit of the Lord. So in other words, he wants to 
influence your day. He wants to govern your day. He wants to lead you. He wants to direct you. Your, today, I didn't just make Jesus Christ my Savior. I made him also my Lord. So my Lord to guide me, to instruct me, to direct me, to show me things that are to come, to help me, guide me, to avoid mistakes, making mistakes and so on. So you, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. So we are to acknowledge every single day, every single moment, that this Holy Spirit that is at work in us. Oh, that is the first thing. Never you forget that. If As we go in this journey of how to build wealth, kingdom way, and how to have access to supernatural provision of the Lord that even the world system don't know, the hidden mysteries of, of the kingdom, that where wealth, riches, provisions are concerned. This is what I'm talking about. The first person that need to govern you, that need to influence you, that need to be in charge, is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Thank you for listening today to the Bishop Wale podcast.